This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Yes, they think you are stupid. They think you're stupid. Did you guys hear Corrine Jean-Pierre? She's the White House press secretary. Uh, Peter Ducey from Fox News asked her a very good question. You, you, you've obviously heard the national news about these four Americans uh, who had simply crossed the southern border. One of them wanted to get a, a cheap medical procedure done in Mexico. Uh, and, and by the way, if, if black lives matter, uh, you would think that when the Mexican drug cartels kill two black Americans, that uh, black lives matter would be in uproar about this war zone that is what is taking place on our southern border. Uh, but, uh, but anyway... Uh, Peter Ducey asked asked her a really good question about the violence on our southern border and the Mexican drug cartels and so much more. In fact, let me play the question for you uh, here and then a a brief portion of the the response from Corrine Jean-Pierre. So cartels kill Americans on this side of the border with drugs and now they're killing Americans on the other side of the border with guns. Why is President Biden so comfortable with cartels operating so close to the U.S.? Well, let's be very clear. Let me take on the drug part here, because since you brought this up, um, because of the work that this president has done, because of what we've done specifically on fentanyl at the border, it's at historic lows, historic levels, uh, that we have been able to uh, record a number of personnel working to secure the border because of what we've been able to do. Seizing that fentanyl, uh, we've done it in a historic way. That's because of what this president has done. I just talked about 23,000 federal agents that have been able to be, uh, uh, that we've been able to hire and put at the border to secure the border. They're not securing the border. And she claims record lows? Absolutely outrageous. Yeah, Tim Young responded via Twitter uh, to that back and forth. He says, they think you're stupid. Uh, John Cooper uh, jumped in as well. KJP calls the border wall useless. These people are just completely out of touch with reality. They've obviously never talked to Border Patrol agents who will tell you that the wall is a necessary part of the toolkit. And then Bill Malusian, he is the Fox News reporter who has been doing such a great job reporting on this invasion on our southern border. He said this, uh, possible misspeak in no way is fentanyl at historic lows. Now, Seizures of the drugs and overdoses have hit record highs. KJP appears to be implying that record high seizures are a good thing. Now, it's a double-edged sword because border officials will tell you that they only catch a fraction of what comes. So, yeah, this is what you you see this pattern. Even our liberal caller from Great Falls will will use this spin. They'll say, oh, well, they're – they're catching the fentanyl. It's coming through our ports. They're catching it. Yeah, but what they're not catching is what the human traffickers and the drug smugglers are bringing directly across our southern border. If this is how much they're catching, imagine how much more is making it across. Uh, anyway, lots to talk about. All the more reason why Sheriff Leo Dutton is, is exactly right. We need to declare these drug cartels as a terrorist organization. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Well, I'll tell you what, I've got a a great press release sitting in front of me here. Great press release sitting in front of me here. Uh, 
a um, Montana member of our congressional delegation who is standing up for our veterans. Golly, you know, if only we had a chairman of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee who, you know, was from Montana. What if we had a Montana senator who was the chairman of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee? Oh, wait, we do have one. He's just not using that perch to actually stand up for veterans. Yeah, it'd be nice if this press release came from liberal Senator John Tester. It'd be nice if he actually stood up for our veterans. No, instead, the phony moderate is still telling them to shut up and wear their masks. Uh, I'll get to that in just a second. But first, uh, this was a story that caught my eye yesterday. Uh, Novak Djokovic, he's a tennis superstar, apparently. Uh, he's, he's unvaccinated. <laughs> So they wouldn't let him they wouldn't let him play in all these uh, tennis matches because he was unvaccinated. Well, he got into his first tennis match. What was it in Australia for the first time in a long time and ended up kicking everybody's butts. Uh, It must have had better heart condition to be able to to play so well, uh, despite being uh, jabbed or maybe because of not being jabbed. But anyway, um, is the U.S. Open coming? When does the U.S. Open take place? Uh, Because I see here. Uh, that uh, this was a Fox News radio story. President Biden says the pandemic is over, but continues to block tennis superstar Novak Djokovic from entering the United States to play tennis because he didn't get the COVID jab. Djokovic withdrew from the BNP uh, Paribas Open uh, this month after the Biden admin denied. Oh, it was earlier this. It's this month. Okay. He withdrew from this because the Biden administration denied his visa over the COVID rule. Lawmakers are calling on Biden to grant Djokovic an exception. Now, I appreciate where these lawmakers are coming from, but Djokovic deserves no exception. Our veterans deserve no exception. Every single damn one of these people should be given the freedom to, to come play tennis in this country, whether they got the jab or not. Every single one of our veterans should not be forced to wear these stupid masks when they enter their health care facility. These DAV volunteer drivers should not be forced to get the shot in order to be a volunteer driver to take our veterans to their health care appointments when they have to drive all the way across the state just for a single stinking health care appointment. I don't want an exception for Novak Djokovic. This this stupid COVID shot requirement, why in the world would a Western country like the United States of America be mandating this, especially now that we know everything that we that we know about the COVID shot, everything that everything that we knew three years ago about this. So I, I appreciate where these lawmakers are coming from. I agree with them that it's absurd that Novak Djokovic can't come here and play tennis because of this stupid COVID shot. But he doesn't deserve an exception. The the entire stupid rule should be lifted. Anyway, back to this press release I was telling you about and our veterans here. You might recall, I did a story on our Montana Talks website, and we talked about it here on the show. A fellow Iraq War veteran, I've gotten to meet this guy, great family, in fact, it was how I got to meet him. He he was listening to our show, and uh, he's he's a firefighter in Billings now. So he he served in the military. He's a West Point graduate, served in the military, served in combat, 
as an Army Ranger Qualified Infantry Platoon Leader and Infantry Company Commander, if I remember right. How I first met this guy is, he said, hey, I've been listening to your show. I heard you talking about Ramadi, Iraq. And he says, I was in Ramadi, Iraq. I said, wow, that's, I said, where were you at? I, I started talking with this guy. I think we probably lived in the same old, you know, Saddam Hussein era Iraqi army barracks on Camp Ramadi. Uh, I was there uh, 2005 to 2006 with some incredible soldiers out of Vermont, the mountain, the mountain, uh, the Green Mountain boys out of Vermont and uh, the Bloody Bucket uh, Brigade guys out of Pennsylvania, incredible soldiers. But but he was there just before before our unit was there. He occupied the same AO that we had had occupied anyway. So so that's a little backstory. But anyway, I did a story recently. He went to go to the VA to get the health care that he deserves, that he earned as a combat veteran. And he was denied care by the VA because of their stupid mask mandate that is still in place. So so when he told me this story, I said, I said, you know what, Just send me an email. Give me the details on this. I want to send this to our, our congressional delegation because it's time they stand up and, and put a halt to this nonsense. Republicans control the House of Representatives right now. They used that power to finally put an end to this discriminatory covid shot policy in the United States military. It's time to finally put an end to this stupid mask mandate that's punishing our veterans, not only our veterans, but the great men and women that work at our VA clinics as well. I can guarantee you, I've, I, I go to the VA at least once a year. There are incredible nurses and doctors and support staff that work there, many whom are veterans themselves. They think this mask mandate is just as stupid as you and I do, but they're still forced to wear these stupid things. Anyway, so, uh, so I said, hey, you know what? Let me forward this to some members of our congressional delegation. Then I thought, you know, you know, know what? You don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this. I want to post your information publicly so that everybody can see it, so that everybody can go to their member of Congress and say, hey, put a stop to this garbage once and for all. And uh, anyway, now Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale has fired off a letter to the head of the Montana VA healthcare system and is requesting answers after this veteran was denied care at the Ben Steele VA clinic in Billings for refusing to wear a mask. I'll tell you more right after this. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got the phone lines open for you, 406-294-0970. Phone lines are open for this uh, full hour of the show. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll take your calls as well, but we do have Don Kay, the chairman of the Montana Republican Party. He's going to join us. Uh, We we usually schedule a a a once-a-month conversation with Don Kay from the Montana GOP. And by the way, we've thrown up the same offer for the uh, Montana Democrat Party as well. And uh, and so, but, but, but we don't herd cats around here so uh, we're not going to go sending them flowers oh please please join us on our show we're not going to go begging them oh oh we'll stick to a set list of questions oh 
we we won't ask any tough questions. Oh no, you won't have to take phone calls. That's that's what the Democrats oftentimes want. Is okay. Well, we'll come on your your show, but you have to talk about the things we want to talk about, and we don't want to take any phone calls. And uh, so so anyway, but I just want you to know that the the opportunity is out there for the Democrats as well. But when Don Kay, the chairman of the Montana GOP, is on the show, he's been more than happy to take your phone calls and mix it up on a range of topics so we catch up with him about once a month and uh, uh yeah anyway normally we'd have him on on a friday but uh he was uh, busy this past friday so he's going to join us today so always a good time that'll be coming up in the eight o'clock hour but really for this seven o'clock hour and then later on in our statewide nine o'clock hour we've got the phone lines open uh for you anything and everything you want to talk about or if you want to jump in on the conversation uh feel free uh, so uh, just saw this press release from Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale. This was sent out uh, late yesterday afternoon. Uh, recently, Congressman Matt Rosendale sent a letter to the executive director of the Montana VA health care system, Dr. Judy Heyman, requesting answers after a veteran was denied care at the Benjamin Charles Steele VA clinic in Billings for refusing to wear a mask. Quote, denying anyone particularly a veteran, medical care over a personal decision is outrageous and violates the Hippocratic Oath. The pandemic is over and it is time to end all mandates. It is wrong that veterans who have honorably served our country are being denied proper medical treatment due to an outdated and senseless mandate. Last week, Congressman Rosendale also questioned Dr. Sharif El Nahal, United States Undersecretary of Veterans Affairs for Health, over the mask mandates enforced by the VA. I, I think it is time for uh, the Republican Congress to start now getting much more forceful uh, in going after the VA and the shameful way they are treating their own employees and the shameful way they are treating uh, the veterans that they are supposed to be serving. And it comes down to these administrators. Like I said a few minutes ago, the men and women that work at, at, at most of these uh, VA clinics, especially here in Montana, are incredible folks. Many of them are veterans themselves. They think these mandates are just as stupid as you and I do. But, but, uh, but it's these administrators at the top. It's political appointees like this Dr. Judy Heyman. I guarantee you, she would not have that job if it wasn't for liberal Senator John Tester playing politics. So that's why she won't stand up and call this BS out. That's why she won't stand up for the veterans. That's why she won't stand up for her own employees all across the state of Montana, because she is there to do the political bidding of liberal Senator John Tester and the Biden administration. And if, if John Tester actually gave a damn for our veterans, I wouldn't have been reading a press release from Congressman Matt Rosendale. I would have been reading that the policy was lifted already because of the chairman of the Senate Veterans Affairs Committee. But he, he just wants to use a, a veteran here or a veteran there as a political prop for campaign commercials so that he can get reelected, so that he can continue to line his own pocket with cash. And so that he can keep pushing his radical left-wing agenda. So so uh, all the election years coming around, he's going to try to use one or two of you as props while he stabs the rest of them in the back. That's what's happening here. But anyway, good job by, by Congressman Matt Rosendale and his team for, for speaking out on behalf of this Billings veteran. 
who was denied care at the VA due to these absurd policies of the John Tester, Joe Biden administration. Speaking of Congressman Matt Rosendale, we had a uh, a message on our Montana Talks uh, app yesterday afternoon from uh, from Maureen. And Maureen, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. She said she saw a story. Uh, she saw a story that Brad Warren did, and Brad's a nice guy. Uh, Brad did a story for. Is he with? Uh, is it NBC Montana or is it the ABC Fox NBC combo? Anyway, I think the Wake Up Montana is the is the program that, that he does. Nice guy, but he he took the bait because the de- probably because the Democrats would have attacked. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to do an update on this story on our Montana Talks website because uh, we shared the open letter from this not only combat military veteran but also continuing to serve as a firefighter so he served as a as a military uh you know military service member in combat in places like some of the worst places in iraq like ramadi i can tell you from personal experience it was one of the worst places in iraq because i was there i was there right after he was there we we probably had the same old saddam hussein iraqi era uh uh army barracks uh they were just filled with dust (laughs) i swear those things were just made out of dirt i think anyway those uh yeah those things they were just filled with dust and uh but hey we were lucky to have a roof over our head and uh good chow hall with uh you know (laughs) some some decent food before you went out to uh to get blown up all over again the next day but uh yeah anyway uh if you go to montanatalks.com you can read that open letter from the veteran who was refused va medical care because of their stupid mask mandate Uh, i need to update that one later today but it's good to see uh, congressman rosendale serving as an advocate on behalf of our veterans like like travis uh who's the veteran who sent us that letter you're going to need an advocate as well. In fact, uh, our friend George Blackard will tell you one of the biggest questions he gets from from our fellow veterans is, "Hey George, do you know a good lawyer?" And it's not just for, you know, veterans issues. It could be for medical malpractice. It could be for a slip and a fall. It could be because, you know, somebody wrecked into your car and now you got a legal battle underway to get compensated and to be made whole, you name it. And so you're looking for who's a good lawyer who can back you up. Well, let me tell you, we've got an advocate for you. We've got the Montana advocates. Uh, These are lawyers on the ground here in Montana who want to fight for you. And and they want to make sure you get fair compensation for pain and suffering. Uh, You can go to montanaadvocates.com or you can even call this number 247-365-460. 640-4444 because they got teams all across the country but they got lawyers right here on the ground in montana so go to montanaadvocates.com uh to, to get linked up wendy is uh, i'm sorry that was uh, 406 I, I, I the number was uh, i was like wait a minute why is that a 460 yeah it's 406-640-4444 i've i've been pitching the website in the past but there's a phone number for you as well uh so anyway uh yeah, there you go. MontanaAdvocates.com, one of their lawyers that, that I've gotten a chance to meet with, too. She's a, a, a veteran spouse uh, herself, so so she knows knows what you're dealing with. All right, lots to talk about here on Montana Talks, 406-294-0970. Molly Hemingway from The Federalist responds to Tucker Carlson and the January 6th footage. I'm looking forward to hearing what Molly Hemingway, Molly Hemingway had to say about that. And much more. So we'll we'll jump right to that here right after this quick break 
on Montana Talks. You can also send us a message on our Montana Talks app. Uh, just got one from Dennis and Bozeman I'll share with you on this topic. This is where Montana Talks. You're listening to Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, thanks to Bill and Libby uh, for sending us a message as well. Yeah, Bill, I I, I agree with you, uh, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send a message again on with your with with your uh, your info here, uh, Bill in in Libby. I'm wondering why I can't get a letter like that. I am still being denied my transplant because he's unvaxxed. So yeah, Bill and Libby, you might recall us talking about his story before. Uh, he needed to get a transplant and he's a veteran and and was trying to get a transplant through the VA and the VA told him, well, since you didn't get the COVID shot, you can't get your transplant. It's outrageous. That's again, when we talk about the slap in the face that is taking place uh, against our veterans, so so uh, so I'm glad Congressman Rosendale sent out a a letter and a press release in support of this veteran who was refu- refused care due to a mask. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Bill in Libby. It'd be great to see one on your behalf as well. On a similar point, it was why are you denying this transplant to this veteran over the COVID shot? Uh, great, great message, Bill. Thanks, uh, thanks for following up. Thanks for listening in, and honor to know uh, you're listening in uh, here this morning. Two nine four zero nine seventy, the number for you. Dennis and Bozeman sent a couple messages on this morning. Uh, actually, we got about three messages from Dennis and Bozeman, so let me roll them all into one. Talking about the face masks, uh, Dennis says this. Dan Bongino calls them face diapers. Uh, that he does. Uh, Dennis also talking about Chuck Schumer, the Democrat uh, Senate majority leader, is was on the floor of the Senate yesterday whining about Tucker Carlson airing the January 6th surveillance footage. Old Chuck Schumer on the Senate floor saying how showing the federal government's wrongdoing was a threat to democracy. Well, Mr. Schumer, it may be a threat to democracy, but it will strengthen our republic. And then Dennis says this, since Tucker Carlson's expose, when are the January 6th detainees going to be released? That's a you know, that's a good question, Dennis. Cuz what did we hear earlier when I was talking about the the left-wing hate group SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, this this SPLC lawyer has been arrested along with 22 others on domestic terrorism charges after they were rioting and burning down a police facility, throwing Molotov cocktails at law enforcement officers. I guess if it's March 6th, it's okay to do that to police officers. But if it's January 6th, uh, hey, you know, it's kind of like International Women's Day. January 6th is the one day where the left doesn't want you to be uh, fighting with law enforcement officers. But if you do it on March 6th and you're a radical leftist, it's it's all cool. But yeah, that, that lawyer for the SPLC has already been released back out onto the streets. Why isn't that radical leftist lawyer with the S- SPLC still behind bars? Why isn't he getting the treatment that some of these January 6th folks got, right? 
Molly Hemingway weighed in, by the way, on uh, the uh, surveillance footage that was released by Tucker Carlson. Molly Hemingway, you'll see her on Fox News regularly. She uh, is a uh, senior writer for thefederalist.com, an incredible publication. Here's part of what she had to say. Hard to take that as a good faith argument, given that 100 percent of what we've seen on this is edited. And nobody was actually engaging with the substance of what we learned last night in this video that we all got to see. The frustration seems to be that American people got to see what was going on without having Liz Cheney tell us what we were supposed to think about it. And if they had really wanted to engage with it, they could have. I mean, he had he had evidence that, you know, for instance, Ray Epps had given testimony that was at odds with what the video footage shows about his whereabouts on that day. That's a substantive issue that should be dealt with. Or about these tours given to people who are now sentenced to four years in prison, which is completely different than what we were told by the committee, or how they added audio to footage to make it seem more nefarious, or how they willfully and grossly lied and manipulated the tape to make it seem like something different different had happened with Josh Hawley's evacuation from the Senate than what they told us. These are things that they should deal with. The fact that they're not dealing with it and they're just trying to censor and get people to not talk about it shows that what they're really upset about is that their narrative has crumbled for the entire world to see. Yeah, well said by Molly Hemingway. What she was responding to is you've got CBS News, CNN, CNN and others who are who are claiming that, that Tucker Carlson selectively edited some of this footage. When Tucker Carlson merely took the footage and played the footage. Now, the real question is here is the news media is typically they're the ones who are demanding access to this type of information. If if there was a, a big incident involving law enforcement in Bozeman, Montana today or in Billings, Montana today, the TV stations and the newspapers would, would even be willing to file lawsuits against the local police department to get access to, to information, to get access to emails, to get access to 911 calls, to get access to, to internal communications, you name it. But yet, when it comes to this, they're willing to air the, the creatively edited Hollywood-style uh, format that was pushed out by this, you know, sham of a January 6th committee. But now when 41,000 hours of raw footage are available, they're not only, they're not, it's not just that they're not demanding access to it. They're criticizing anybody who does when they should, CBS News, CNN and others should be saying they shouldn't be attacking Tucker Carlson for, hey, look at the footage that I got a hold of. Here's the footage that we have found view the footage for yourselves. Instead, they should be saying, hey, well, we looked at the footage too, and here's our take on the footage, on the additional security footage that has come out. But see, but see, they ran with the narrative, just like they ran with the, the Russia collusion hoax narrative and the rest of it. And so they were part of the big lie. So of course, they don't want to talk about this uh, uh, some more. All right, uh, 406-294-0970 is the number for you. Uh, first up, Tim and Billings. Tim, what's going on? Morning, Aaron. Uh, I, think, I think we can all agree that the mainstream media is nothing but one massive uh, entity now, and, and they should just have a shared logo. Instead of having the peacock for NBC and the I for CBS and whatever ABC is, they should just have the three monkeys sitting there 
you know, one covering his eyes, one covering his ears, one covering his mouth, you know, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, and, you know, just put A, B, C, C, N, 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 B, C, basically any of these three-letter, these three-letter uh, news organizations, might as well just say CIA and Operation Mockingbird underneath, because yeah. the people, you know, <laughs> the people that don't want us to know what's really going on, you know, they're in control of what they're telling us. Well, they've already got their logo. It's LGBTQ to com- combine CNN, ABC, and everything else. That's the narrative they're pushing all the time. Tim, hey, thanks for the phone call. Uh, stand by. Uh, we might be able to get back to you before we wrap up the hour, but we did just get a surprise phone call from Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke now on the phone lines. Congressman Zinke, great to hear from you this morning. Great to be with you. The topic of the day is waters of the U.S. The House you know, is, is putting a resolution forward to disband, defund, and get rid of the Biden administration's rule on waters of the U.S. And uh, look, the, and we need one senator, one Democrat senator, to stand with us and say, you know what, Montana's important. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're hoping we have one Democrat senator, either Senator Tester or, or Manchin, Someone step to the plate and go, enough's enough. Because, you know, waters of the U.S., if the federal government has jurisdiction over intermittent streams and cow ponds and vernal pools, you know, seasonal mud puddles, they'll be in everyone's backyard. And I can tell you, it's not going to work in Montana. The federal government needs to stay in their box. Water in Montana is, you know, is, is for fighting. Whiskey's for drinking. So th- th- this is something that's in the best interest of Montana. And uh, we're, we're calling everyone to make sure that everyone gets in the phone call. Because, look, if, if, the, if the federal zone are water, that's every ranch, farm, every every backyard is, is in, in jeopardy. Yeah, this is big, as I understand it. And what I want to do is I know we've got a hard break coming up here in about in less than a minute, but I'm going to continue chatting with you during the break and record our conversation because I know you're in a brief break yourself. So that's why we appreciate the surprise phone call. But 30 seconds before our break, Congress actually has the ability to bring this to a halt. Right? Absolutely. Congress has a, has, a, has authority, has to pass. Uh, we did the same thing on, on D.C. when the D.C. decided to make carjacking, you know, uh, a misdemeanor, among other things, enough's enough. Uh, so Congress can and has the authority. This is one of the promises that we've made, that we will stand tall for the interests of Montana, and we'll push back on our federal overreach. I think water is the example of federal overreach. All right, Congressman Ryan Zinke, hold that thought. I'm going to chat more with you here in about 20 seconds while we go to our Fox News commentary. I'll talk with you off air because I know you've only got about a five-minute break from committee action yourself. And then I'll play more of our conversation here with our listeners after that. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, I did record a couple of more minutes with Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke. He literally had like a four-minute break in committee action there to give us a call, to give us that important update regarding waters of the U.S. And so, uh, yeah, since we're live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., I, I don't really have an, an ability to pre-record things. I said, I said, but we can do it live. So there was a nice surprise phone call. Uh, let's go back to Tim in Billings. Uh, Tim, I, I don't know if you were able to hear that uh, over the phone while you were uh, waiting on on hold but uh but yeah but either way i wanted to come back with you since we we cut it a little short there to, uh, to sneak the congressman on 
Yeah, that was fantastic news. And I guess if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get cut off by somebody, I guess I'll defer to Congressman Zinke because you know. If he wanted to, he'd end me in a heartbeat. You know, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he uh, no, uh, he gives a good class. Is- he gives a good class on knife fighting. I've I've gotten to see it. It was uh, back when the Rex was still open. Uh, uh, we were sitting there having dinner, and all of a sudden, he's he's giving the the folks at the table a uh, a knife fighting class with one of the steak knives. It was great. <laughs> well, you know, I I get the impression he he pulls off one of the toughest uh, toughest. Uh, things in the world and that's being tough and kind and i think i think that's a tough thing for people to figure out and uh i think he probably does a good job of it but yeah that's great news about the waters of the u.s now i don't have to worry about uh, the federal government you know putting their thumb on my head if i decide to water my lawn once one you know for one second longer than they think it is or uh, it puddles up somewhere and they come to you know claim it as a wetland or something you know because that's that's what they're after but yeah going back to the going back to the media you know it's uh we we are not being told anything that's the actual truth from these organizations. I mean, that Ghislaine Maxwell or whatever, Jeffrey Epstein's madam, you know, she got convicted of 26 counts of child trafficking, but apparently there was no customers, you know, because nobody else has been, there's been no follow-up. She is guilty of 26 counts, but apparently nobody else is guilty of anything. And these are the same people who are telling us that, you know, the lab leak is a false story, that masks work, that uh, <laughs> all of this stuff, all, that January 6th was an yeah. insurrection. Jelaine Maxwell, that, uh, all of this stuff, it's just a, it's a reminder of, of the Russia collusion hoax, the Steele dossier, all of these scandals where the real culprits are never held accountable. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Uh, I do have uh, – so I, I've got a couple of more minutes with uh, Congressman Ryan Zinke. Here's the bottom line when it comes to this waters of the U.S. I'll play the, the additional audio with Congressman Zinke here later in the morning since we're a little short on time uh, now in this uh, 7 o'clock hour of the show. But the bottom line is this, is there is a tool called the Congressional Review Act. Congress can use the Congressional Review Act to block any new rules or regulations. That's what they're using to go after this waters of the U.S. Uh, uh, rule uh, that Biden is, push- is pushing to try to basically overregulate our farms and ranches. Here's the key. OK, because we know the Republican House has the ability to pass a measure to stop this. When it goes before the Senate, a CRA only needs a simple majority vote. So that being said, this can come down to one vote uh, because you've got two Democrats that are out right now indefinitely for health reasons. So you so literally one vote can be the deciding factor on this WOTUS thing. So that's why they're, they're putting the pressure on liberal Senator John Tester to be that one vote. Uh, which, you know, hey, it is an election year, so so they've actually got the chance to uh, to apply that pressure successfully right now. But, uh, well, you've got the chance to apply that uh, pressure successfully right now uh, by calling his office uh, and more. Uh, golly, John Tester, I mean, high gas prices and everything. That's why, you know, given the high gas prices we continue to see under John Tester and Joe Biden, if I were you and if I was going to go pick up my prescriptions, why would you drive and go pick them up yourself when Farm 406 will drive your prescriptions to you? 
Yeah, let Kyle and his team pay their – let them use their own gas money to, to deliver your prescriptions to you. Or, heck, they'll even send them to you through the mail. They can uh, mail the prescriptions uh, statewide as well. Uh, but but I know I know how some of you are, and, and I, I respect that about you. You want to go in. You want to see folks in person. You want to shake a hand and see things for yourself. So you can do that as well. If you're in the Laurel, Lockwood, or Billings area – Drop by Farm 406, 38th and Grand on the Billings West End. In fact, I need to go there later today. I need to go get some more uh, pre-workout and uh, BCAAs uh, for my gym routine. So they got some Montana-made products there as well, which is always great. Don Kay, the chairman of the Montana GOP, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour.